and I'm 14 years old. And in, two, and in September of 2015, I got diagnosed with a rare childhood cancer called rhabdomyosarcoma. Totally changed my life upside down. But now I can use all them horrible experiences to share and help you guys. And so this is why I'm filming my first video and I'm going to tell you about my cancer story. So basically how I got diagnosed, just basically that and I can't wait. So let's get right into the video. So the first sign I had that something was wrong was probably a year before I was diagnosed, so probably sometime in 2014, probably after the summer holidays in 2014, and I got these things called lymph nodes, which are little marbles that grow, that come up in their glands, and they show when something's wrong, and I just didn't really know what they were, I kind of don't even really remember them coming up, I just remember seeing them, and I was like, were they there before? And so that was the first signs. If I went to the doctor's then, I may have not even had to have chemotherapy. It could have just been cut out. So that's one of the things I regret not telling my parents about them. I just thought it was like an enlarged vein or something. I don't even know. And the second thing I had was in, I'd say, I'd say about March of 2015, I got this little like lump in my left butt cheek and I didn't really think anything of it. I just thought it was like a muscle or something and so I kind of didn't really think anything of it but by the summer holidays of 2015 it got so so big it nearly covered the whole of my bum cheek and it was really uncomfortable to sit on as well. The third sign I had was I used to be really sporty, I used to do a lot of running, a lot of football or soccer, whatever, depends which country you're from, um, and I just used to do a lot of sports, and my left thigh started just really, really hurting when I walked for a long time, or when I ran and stuff, it would just ache, like, really, really ache, so I went to the doctors about that, and they said it was probably a deep tissue tear. So I rested it for six weeks and after six weeks I went back to playing football and it started hurting again. So I thought, what the hell is that? Okay, and my cat's come to join us. <laughs> and in about May of 2015, um, just a few months after having the lump I started getting quite bad constipation like it wasn't too bad at the start but in the summer holidays I spent most of the summer holidays constipated and it was just horrendous I it was just it just made me feel quite not depressed but quite sad I was just wondering what the hell is wrong with me so I decided to start eating all bran I um, laxative but nothing really worked and that's when I started getting really worried and I kept looking up on Google what I thought it could be thought the 
um, lump could be and something said hemorrhoids um, but it was too big to be a hemorrhoid but then the thing that I thought it was was an abs for was a per perineal abscess I don't know how to pronounce it um, and so that's why I went to my mum and we went to the doctors he checked it out he thought it was an abscess too he gave me I think about 10 days worth of antibiotics and um, that just didn't work it was getting bigger and the antibiotics were giving me quite bad um, side effects I was getting really bad tummy ache I was feeling sick all the time yeah it just wouldn't really cat really so when the abscess just wasn't going I went to the doctors again and the next doctor prescribed me with a week's worth of antibiotics too and so I think I survived about five days on them and I had the first two days of school the first day of school was absolutely horrendous I was finding it so uncomfortable to sit down because obviously the chairs at school are really hard and oh it was just so uncomfortable I was feeling quite lethargic as well and then on the Friday, on the Friday, we started on the Thursday, the next day of school, I brought a coat in so I could sit on that so a bit more comfier, so that was okay. But on the weekend, I just couldn't sit anywhere, I was feeling lethargic, I wasn't feeling right at all, I had super, super bad constipation, I had it for probably about two weeks, but at this point... And I also was finding it really hard to wee as well. And I was just getting really worried. I was like, what the hell is happening to me? So it comes to the Monday. And I get dressed for school, even though I was feeling bad on the weekend. But I was one of them really nerdy kids who was really into their attendance and just did not want to miss a day of school at all. Especially because it was the first year of GCSE year. But luckily my mum stopped me from going to school. And it was a bit of a miracle that she did really because if I left it any later then I could have got like kidney failure because the tumour was wrapping around my kidney tubes, tubes so that's why it was so hard to wee over the weekend. Anyways, so we go to the pharmacy and she gets me some more laxatives but they just did not work at all. So then we went back to the doctor and we met an amazing doctor called Dr. Watson. She's the best doctor ever. She took one look at my lump and said, I'm going to send you straight up to the hospital. I'm going to give you an abscess removal operation. And I started to cry because obviously I was a bit scared. But in a way I was kind of relieved because I just did not want to handle these side effects for much longer. Um, so we went up to the hospital um, I had my first blood test, I got weighed at the hospital and I was 48 kilograms which I was really concerned about my weight because I'd been losing a lot of weight also in the summer holidays so I thought why am I losing so much weight and um, what else did I get and I just got a few other tests, um, put me on like an IV because IV fluids because I couldn't drink at all that day and that was actually draw well, drink or eat at all. It was actually really hard. Like eating thing wasn't too bad, but the drinking I just oh it was horrible. My mouth was constantly dry. I was constantly asking for a drink, but they said you can't have it. You're about to have your operation. 
So it comes to 7pm and I'm brought down to the operation theatre and I wasn't actually nervous at all because all, all, I knew that it was just going to literally be put some anaesthetic stuff in my vein and I'll just be asleep and I actually kind of liked it because um, it just makes you feel like a bit dizzy and then you just go like and then I got out of the operation theatre and I didn't remember this but apparently I was in quite a lot of pain with um, my wound but that was all okay I went up to my room and the next day the surgeon comes to check on me and for an abscess you have to pack it so it doesn't create pus again so you put like these cotton wool balls in in your wound and without any without any um, painkillers you whip they whipped off the dressing you whipped out the um, cotton the packing and put new ones in and I'm not gonna lie that is the worst pain I've ever felt it hurt so bad that oh so the next day they gave me some morphine and gas and air the gas and air was actually really nice it made you just kind of feel like you're on top of the world and then when it wears off it just kind of comes down on you yeah it made me feel good <laughs> anyways so this doctor surgeon guy came in and he said to us we opened up the um the abscess and it didn't look like a normal abscess there was no pus so just abnormal tissue and I didn't really think anything of this I just thought I'll oh, be able to give me some tablets and it'll go down um, and he went away and then throughout that week I had just random little tests like I had a million and one blood tests I had a CT scan and they didn't tell us why that was oh and also they were telling us that I'd be able to go home on the Monday so I was like oh yeah I'll be able to go home everything's good um, then it comes to the Sunday and basically um, my siblings and my friends were over and my friend's mum and they, one of the doctors called out my parents or my mum at first um, to come and talk with her and she was taking a really long time so my stepdad went to find her and he was taking a really long time as well so I just wondered where the hell are they but I don't really think anything of it, of it. and um, so they came back in they looked a bit like they just didn't look normal and oh god this is like giving me butterflies thinking about this anyways um, yeah and my mum whispered something to my friend's mum's ear and she looked like surprised I thought what the hell is she telling her um, anyway so my siblings and my friends leave and whew, so basically I was laying on my bed and my mum comes over to me saying like she starts like tearing up and I'm just when I get a bit worried like my heart starts racing and she's like you don't want to know you don't want to know and I'm like and I'm like trying to holding the tears and I scream at her tell me tell me and then she says you've got they think that you've got cancer and she starts crying I said that's starts crying I start crying while screaming 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 um I think the screaming just helped me stop thinking about it and I just felt just so scared like am I gonna die kind of thing um because obviously cancer that I had a great granddad that died of cancer and it just 
scared the life out of me. Anyway, so I got off the bed and I ran immediately to the door because I just did not want to be in that room anymore. So my mum took me for a walk around the ward and all the nurses and doctors were just looking at me like as if they knew the whole time. And that kind of made, not angry, but kind of like, you knew and I didn't kind of thing. When I came, came back in the final room, I was still super, super upset. But I just really wanted to tell people. So I went onto my group chats and I told my two best friends and I told like a group of friends that I have and they were all obviously supportive and I just told my mum, tell my dad, tell my nan, tell my aunties, tell everyone because quite a lot of people just want to keep it in but I just wanted the support, I wanted them to know, I wanted them to come visit me, yeah and then the nurse tells me you're gonna have, you're gonna be going to Nottingham tomorrow in the ambulance and that really really scared me because I'd never been to Nottingham before I knew it was really far away from my home I'm gonna be there for the foreseeable just so far away from my house that really scared me and I kind of settled down a bit kind of just dealt with the fact you know and that night I couldn't sleep at all in the morning they woke us up about 6am and they gave me my cereal and my tablets and I threw them both up because I was just so nervous. So the ambulance, at about seven, about seven or so, the ambulance guys came and they put me on like this black stretcher thing um, and then they rolled me to the ambulance and that's when I was my first ever ambulance ride. Um, and we basically mostly had the sirens on all the way there. So we arrived at the Queen's Medical Centre in Nottingham and I just remember them taking me all the way through all the corridors and I remembered how long it was. I was thinking, how the hell am I going to find my way around this place? So we went up a few lifts and I saw, first thing I saw was Teen Can Teenage Cancer Trust and that kind of scared me because I thought, oh my goodness, this is like for real a cancer ward. I'm on a cancer ward. And the first person I see on the cancer ward is one of my pretty good friends now called Heather and I just see a girl with bald head lying like sleeping um, on the bed but I thought she was like knocked out from chemo or something so that really scared me but it turned but then um, a few minutes later she woke up and uh, she seemed fine she was eating her wheat o's or whatever she had um, so yeah, it was really, I was really ner nervous and kind of grumpy when I was there because um, they put me in the bay and I really wanted my own room, so I was kind of annoyed because I don't really like, especially at a time like that, I just did not want to be around people, I just wanted to be me and mum by myself. Shortly after I got into the ward, loads of, like a swarm of doctors comes and see me and the last thing I wanted to see at this point was doctors. So they basically just swarmed all around me. My consultant Sophie did as well. And they basically just talked me through what was going to happen this week, what tests I was going to have, um, what... I can't remember what else I said. There's something... Yeah, I can't remember what else. But, um, yeah, because I didn't really listen too much because I was just too busy being grumpy. Uh, I just didn't want to listen to them quite upset, I just didn't want to be there, I just wanted to be back home and normal again, like, yeah, so, um, 
yeah, so I was quite grumpy. But then after they left, the girl Heather was doing schoolwork and stuff. I was like, she can, she's ill, and she if she's ill and she can do schoolwork, I can do schoolwork. So I did some schoolwork. Um, what was it? And I just kind of settled in. I watched some TV. Oh, my feeling bad. So between the Tuesday and the Thursday, I had quite a few tests. I don't know the exact order, but I'm going to go with what I think. So on the Tuesday, I'm pretty sure I had an MRI scan, and that was actually that was my first MRI scan. That was actually quite nice because I was quite out of it that time, quite poorly. So it was quite relaxing. Don't even ask. A bit weird, but I found it quite relaxing. Um, I think I may have also had a kidney function test that day, and on and that, and then I had on the Wednesday. I think I had a bone scan, and I think I may have had my port fitted that day. I'm not sure. It's all a bit of a blur. I may have had my port fitted on Tuesday. I've no clue. I can't remember. It seems so long ago. Um, so one of the days I had a bone scan. Then I had an operation for my paw and a biopsy and I think that was it. And then the Friday comes and my consultant brings, takes aside my parents and that made me quite nervous and scared because last time a doctor Tom like took away my parents, that really bad news so I didn't want it to be even worse news. But they came back and basically said that I had alveolar rhabdomyosarcoma. They never told me what stage. I'll have to ask that for you guys. Um, and they basically said they was going to start me on chemotherapy that day. And also that it was in the top of my left thigh, which explains the leg aching. Um, it was in all of my bone marrow, it was in my lymph nodes, explains all the lymph nodes were up, it was in all of my pelvic area which explains why I was getting constipation and why my kidney tubes were getting pinched so I started having trouble weeing and it was in the whole of my left bone, bone cheek which explains why I got the lump. <laughs> yeah. So I had it in quite a few places, um, but they they were pretty certain that I would be able they'd be able to treat it, which was really reassuring. So they started me off in chemo that day. Actually, I need to stop it. I'm gonna save this what my first chemotherapy was like for another video. So that's basically it, guys. So I just want to say thank you for watching and best of luck if you have cancer too or if you have a loved one with cancer or you're just on here just to see what it's like so thanks guys bye <laughs>